IFAF, Idaho Falls Weekly Informal Infotainment, with Mike Nelson and Carly Morgan. This week on IFAF, Idaho Falls and forensics. We say goodbye to some things in Idaho Falls and hello to some other things. There's all sorts of comings and goings to update you on. Also, have you seen any eight-legged freaks in your house? Because it's hobo season and not the people. And what's your favorite teenage summer mischief movie? Will it be on our list? Let's find out. (laughs) Too much? A little bit. I like it. (laughs) Let's find out. (laughs) Not enough? Not enough. I've got a question for you. Does anybody really go to Sherry's? Or is that just something you visit when the whole minivan is hungry and it's time to pull off of (laughs) I-15 and you got to eat something? Because it is right there. It is. When it comes to real estate rule being location, 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 they certainly have that. Mm -hmm. But I've never actually been. Which is a shame because they're so good. I have, on more than one occasion, very intentionally gone there because I specifically wanted to eat their balsamic wings. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So you didn't go there for the pie. No, although my family loves the pie there, too. To the point where we've literally bought their pie for Thanksgiving. I'll remember the next time I have to butter them up. Yes. Get a Sherry's pie. What about Perkins? Do they like it more than Sherry's? I'm just thinking of the other pie restaurant in town. I think they like Sherry's better. Really? Yeah. Okay. And honestly, I do too. I think Sherry's is better than Perkins as far as pie goes. Maybe that's why I don't understand either Perkins or Sherry's is I don't like pie. You know, I don't like the traditional pie crust unless it's for like a meat pie. I love a meat pie. So you, you like know? a savory pie. I like a savory like pie. Like a turkey pot. Yeah. Wild. I know. But okay. like if they do that like sweet graham cracker crust... Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on that like white on rice. Okay, but you <laughs> went there for the wings. You went to Sherry's for the wings. Yes, because they have when there's this... B Dubs, you went to Sherry's. Well, to be fair, I was going there even when there's wing stops. Okay, because it was way back in the day. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. <laughs> but they have this balsamic glaze on their wings that is incredible. <laughs> At least last time I went, they had it, and it was so good. Not only that, but there are only like two places in town that are open past like ten. So, you know, if you're oh, out... Oh, that's one of them. Yes. Now, we... Yeah, okay. your other option is Denny's. <laughs> so, well, and, and the other option back in the day was JB's, which was across yes. the street of where Sherry's is now. Uh-huh. I think they plowed it over for the, the I don't know, the Walmart or the Olive Garden or something. Right, yeah. yeah. Probably the Olive Garden. Yeah. But we would, us kids would go there and drink coffee and <laughs> a couple of us would smoke cigarettes and Clove we'd solve all, right? yeah, we'd solve all the world's problems. Of and they course. had the, they had the big boy. Remember how excited I was when yes. we saw Barbie at the Motor View? Uh-huh. They've got a big boy there. I don't know if it's the big boy, but it's a big boy. I was so excited. I had to get a picture of it and Instagram it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, the smiley boy with yeah. the, the, the burger up in the air. Which of course always reminds me of Austin Powers. Yes. Because why wouldn't it? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of my favorite movies as a kid, by the way. Yeah. Was Austin Powers. Oh, of course. Even though it was completely inappropriate and I should not have seen it at the yeah. age I did. <laughs> that, ex- that explains a lot. Yeah. Well, I think I saw my first rated R movie when I was like four or five. Wow. Yeah. That's right. We talked about, what was it? Gladiator? It was either Gladiator or Sleepy Hollow. I don't remember wow. which one, but I know that I saw both of those that year. I think Sleepy Hollow was the first one, but it might have been Gladiator. And I remember I would do this like joke with my mom where she, you know, if she was talking to her friends about it, she'd be like, hey, Carly, what's Gladiator about? And I'd go, eh. <laughs> and that was the joke. <laughs> That's know? right. And seeing That's a four-year-old right. do that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Yeah, it was super cute. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. How do you feel you turned out? 
You know, I think I turned out cooler than most people. Yeah, I don't think it like damaged you for life or anything. No, definitely not. I think you're a fine person. Yeah. Well, and I love rated R movies now. And we want to actually get into this. Later on, mm-hmm. we want to talk about teenage summer mischief movies. Yes. Um, so so we'll we'll table that for now. Uh-huh. All right. So people do go to Sherry's. Yes. All right. Yeah. And honestly, I think you and I should go. Okay. You know, give them a I'll little try bit of our wings. money keep them going. Okay. No, I don't mean... <laughs> And I don't mean, I'm just, I am, I'm skeptical. And yeah. we, we try to be pretty um, transparent on this podcast. Like if we have something positive to say, we, we absolutely will focus on that. Yeah. But if we have something negative to say, we're not going to let it slide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gonna, oh, no, absolutely. Know. We don't pull punches. Uh, so let's talk about Mountain America Center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, so Volbeat and Hailstorm played this past week. Mm-hmm. And there were lots of upset people because they waited for... Like 90 minutes oh, in 90 degree temps. Two hours. Yikes. From, so I had someone come into my day job. Uh, he's kind of sort of a friend. Uh, we've only talked a couple of times, but he likes to, you know, hang out there and chat with me every now and then. Uh, funny thing, his name's also Mike, which is fun. <laughs> the other Mike. Yeah, Can the we other call Mike. Him that? Okay, the other Mike yeah. is in your store. Yeah, but he seems like a sweetheart. Anyway, the other white Mike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he was I don't mean to me, assume his race. No, you're good. Uh, <laughs> is Vol- he white? He is. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Volbeat is the other band, right? I sound terrible not knowing. I know Vol- Volbeat and Hailstorm, and they're both pretty good. So he came in wearing a Volbeat T-shirt, and I was like, "Hey, that's a cool shirt." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I went to the concert last night. Oh, how was it? It was terrible. What do you mean?" Well, apparently, as far as his understanding and how he he explained it to me, he said that um, Hailstorm was having some technical difficulties and refused to let anyone into the venue. Ah, okay. And basically, you know, they were supposed to open the doors at 6.30. They ended up not opening the doors until 8.30. And then the band started playing three minutes after they let people in. So by the time everyone got in and got to their seat, oh, uh, they wow. had like two or three songs left. Oh, man. Oh, right. man. Which realistically, it was two bands playing that night. So for the people that hated Hailstorm and only wanted to be there for <laughs> Volbeat, they were like, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But like realistically, I told him. Dude, if that had been me, I would go up to the ticket office and I'd say, hi, I missed a third of the show, so I'd like a third of a refund, please. Well, sure. And and I don't know. I heard that there was something to do with the venue itself. Like the yeah. venue itself didn't want to let people in for whatever reason. I don't know what that reason was, but I do know that people then started bitching about, hey, I'm so I'm hitting up Mountain America on, mm-hmm. on Facebook or wherever, mm-hmm. and they deleted my comment. Really? Which is also not the right way to handle it. Although I don't know if they used like foul language, Ooh. like we do a lot on this show. Or, That's or, like, so salacious or if they though. Were, if they were assholes about it, I get it. Yeah. That's not, you know, I, I get it that Facebook companies these days have the right to reserve allowing a comment on their page. Right. And realistically, there's a huge difference between abuse and criticism. Right. And there's, yeah, I think we do lots of criticism. Yeah. On the show already. We've mm-hmm. talked about Disneyland customer service suffering. Yeah. And you know, I looked it up the other day. Uh-huh. They make $10 million, They make their profit is an average of $10 million a day at Disneyland. <laughs> Disney World, $20 million. Whoa. So I think it's okay for us to punch up a little bit yeah. and ask a $3.67 billion a year theme park to step up their game a little bit right and replace the l in the tomorrowland sign i think that's within reason yes but if somebody was an asshole on the mountain america center facebook page then sure i mean if if somebody's an asshole on our page yeah not that it has any action yet but i i am i'm just gonna go delete right You, you don't get the right to come into my world 
and and blow me up. Yeah, yeah. That's for, like if someone came into your living room and started yelling at you. Like, no, you don't do that. But I also think that deleting comments on your Facebook page is the least likely way to foster uh, an air of understanding and conversation and it's cooperation. It's super sus. Yeah. And yeah. also, quick thing, what a great sweepstakes slash lottery slash something for Disney to do for them to say, you get all of Disneyland's profits for a day if you win. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll take <laughs> yeah. $10 million. Yeah. I mean, their churro carts alone probably make a million a week or a month. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. One other follow-up, oh, speaking of Disneyland, wow, everything's fitting together so far. <laughs> we talked about how Walt and Lily got married in Lewiston, Idaho. Yes. And how there's a picture, a framed picture of that in Club 33 in the room with the chandelier. Oh, someone's fancy. Yeah, it was, it was cool. And I said Lewiston, I thought, was 70 feet above sea level. It's mm-hmm. not. It's like 700 feet above mm-hmm. sea level. Now, we're at 4,700 feet in Idaho Falls. Yeah. But yeah, so it's still, but yeah, that's Lewiston doesn't see a lot of snow in the winter. Mm-hmm. You see it up on the bench, up on the hill, up on the grade. Yeah. I think it's called Thane grade, the something grade. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I wanted to follow up about that. This week was just, it was packed. Like, I, honestly, as I was looking at the show for this week going, what do we talk about? There's a million little things. Yeah. Or like 10. One of them is uh, Sinead O'Connor died. 56, mm-hmm. only 56. So young. So young. Yeah. And they won't say, but I think her son committed suicide the year before, mm. last year in 2022. Oh, so maybe it was like a broken heart thing? Oh, maybe. Oh, that's sad. And the thing is, I love Nothing Compares to You. I loved her song, Mandika. That's mm-hmm. when I first heard of her. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't a huge fan. Still sad to see an icon go bye-bye. Yeah. Um, there was another person who went bye-bye, a woman, in Yellowstone, she was found a, a victim of a parent of an apparent bear attack. Oh, I didn't hear about this yet. And while it's one thing to make fun of somebody who gets gored by Yellowstone bison, mm-hmm. that's another thing. And I just well, and we don't know what the circumstances were. Yeah. I know that there was someone who got gored recently who realized what was happening and actively tried to avoid it. You know, they like turned around and suddenly there was like a moose or it wasn't a moose. It was something that I think it might have been a bear. But anyway, she realized that there was a bear, uh, tried to get away from it, and you know did everything right and oh, still got, got gored, so if I'm remembering correctly. What are the rules? Um, it, they rhyme. Um, if it's brown, lay down. Mm-hmm. That means play dead, right? Yeah. If it's black, fight back. Mm-hmm. That means like make a lot of noise and make yourself get appear big. Mm-hmm. as big as possible. Uh, and then if it's white, say goodnight. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you have zero chance of survival, uh-huh. apparently, statistically. I don't know. Which is funny because polar bears look like they're such sweethearts. They you know? do. I just, they have the cutest faces they, of them all. The well, way they drink that too. Coca-Cola. Right. You know, they just look so cuddly. So there's this Facebook page that I follow called uh, If Not Friend or If Not um, Friend Shaped. Or- if Not Pets, Why Friend Shaped. <laughs> yeah. that's, some, that, that's something like that. And uh, there's like. Um, there's this post that has a bunch of bear ears, like a, a four square of bear ears, adorable looking. And the caption is something along the lines of, if I'm not a, pe- if I'm not allowed to pet this, explain this. <laughs> and it just shows the ears and they're right. Yeah. They're so right. Which is why, which is why, um, <laughs> you should take every opportunity you have every spring to show up to wherever Yellowstone Bear World is having their baby bear cubs. Right. And you can actually hold one and listen to their nooking. They do this cute oh. little... If they get too close to your neck, they go, mm-hmm. 
they they want mm-hmm. they want, they want food. Yeah, they want yeah. to suckle. You know, on I the had zipple. a I had a cat named Luke <laughs> who would suckle on your ear like you were his mommy, and it was the sweetest thing ever. Is it sweet or is that sad? Because you know they were taken away from their mommy too soon. You know that's the thing. I had it. So we had him and his brother Bub, like me, and oh, at age fifty. Oh, <laughs> that's sad. I'm sorry, <laughs> but. Uh, no, I had him and his brother, and his brother never showed anything like that. Yeah. You know, and... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they were taken away too soon. I think he was just a more co-pet. He just wants the titty. Yeah, he wants yeah. the titty. He wants the yeah. nibble. <laughs> yeah. He was... Well, and he was a sweet little chunk, too. He was much chunkier than his brother. Yeah. So I kind of wonder if he just loves food more, you know? Yeah. And he was just kind of excited about it, and that was how he expressed his love. He has an oral fixation. Yeah. Just introduce him <laughs> to smoking. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. okay, the rules are Brown laid down... Black fight back, white say goodnight, and let's not forget the classic, if it's gummy, get in tummy. (laughs) Those are the bear rules. That's cute. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That I'm familiar with. Okay. A lot of things closing. Mm -hmm. Bed, bath, and body works and beyond and bullshit is down to their bear. I think they're done, right? I think they are. I think they've literally sold their last bit. I think that's what... What my friend who used to work there said. We got these pictures a week ago. <laughs> Happy Chinese closed this past weekend. They're mm-hmm. done as of July 29th, which makes me sad. I still like Chinese Garden. Mm-hmm. They're the one right next to Papa Tom's mm-hmm. on the difficult to access currently intersection <sighs> of 17th and Woodruff. Remember how you were talking about the net effect for Idaho Falls? If we lose something, mm-hmm. we have to gain something. Yeah. So I took a drive down. I didn't realize it was open or having their grand opening. They've been open for like three months. Mm -hmm. The new Amazon Delivery Center in Mm -hmm. Idaho Falls. Yeah. And here we are. It's right base. I I don't want to say on the corner of I-15 and Sunnyside, Mm -hmm. but at that intersection Mm -hmm. and development complex where Mountain America Center is. Yeah. Burger Theory, Smith Group, Mm -hmm. Honda, Teton Toyota. It's right behind Smith Group. Mm -hmm. And yeah, look at this huge building. You may have noticed in the past three months that, because usually Amazon comes um, FedEx, UPS, Mm -hmm. or sometimes USPS. Yeah. And now you've been getting like a notification saying your package has been delivered and here's a photo of it on your doorstep. Right, which is so nice. So that's what that's all about. And can I also point out, you're finally getting your two-day delivery items in two days like you used to. Amazon Prime (laughs) for the first couple of years was a lie for us here in East Idaho. You You didn't get it in two days. You got it in three or four. That's not totally true. For a hot minute, it was totally true where you would get it in about two days. Okay. And then all of a sudden everyone was using it and that's when it was no longer two days. And Amazon tried some sneaky things to mitigate Mm -hmm. their obvious issue that they weren't able to make good on this promise. Right. Um, Like, hey, if you click this button, we'll give you a $1 digital credit for movie rentals or music purchases. Right. And if you agree that you can have Amazon Day and all your packages will come on this particular day of the week. To save boxes, why don't you do this? And they'll come a little later. And I do somewhat, like if I go shopping on Amazon on a (laughs) Saturday and I realize I really don't need any of these things for a few days, I'll say, yep, just send it on Amazon Day. Give me Mm -hmm. my credit so that I can, you know, go watch something on Prime Video. Um, and the only reason I watch Prime videos because of the boys. I love the, the boys. greatest show ever made. And and when is season me, four coming out? Remind me, who introduced you to that? You did, and it was you. one of those things where you haven't seen blank. Oh, you got it. You got to watch it. Sure, I'll put it in my queue. Great. Well, and I 
But I, I remember saying to you, you of all people are going to love this. Mm-hmm. And I was right. You were so right. Carly is always right. In case we haven't figured that out by now. It, it, it was the best gift I have ever received. I'm, I would say show. I'm really proud of how much you love that show because it makes me feel really good about my intuition on what you will and won't like. Now, if you only know Mikey from his involvement on uh, conservative radio stations or, uh, you know, as a choir boy, <laughs> you should know that I like the most shocking, the most offensive <laughs> movies ever made. You do. And TV shows ever made. But but this is, it's part of a brave new world that I'm quite enjoying myself. Right. The FCC had certain rules for certain words, seven of them, if you remember the George Carlin <laughs> bit. And then basic cable came along and they could stretch the rules a little bit because they yeah. were cable. They weren't... Yeah over the United States airwaves necessarily. So they had their own rules. Mm-hmm. And so then the FCC loosened up the television rules. And then you could say, um, I remember when David Letterman realized he could say tits mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah. I remember when South Park was like, oh, we can say shit now. Mm-hmm. And so they had a little shit counter in the corner. <laughs> yes. And it got up to like 300 or something. Mm-hmm. They just unleashed hell. I love that. They unleashed well, and a literal shitstorm. And not only could you say tits, you could show tits. Oh, well, okay. In some. I don't know about that, but you could show those on British TV way back in the day. Oh, yeah. When I only had ABC, CBS, and NBC, mm-hmm. and PBS growing up, mm-hmm. there's PBS, of course, coming from BYU Television in Provo. Uh-huh. I'm watching Monty Python, and I was 12 years old. My parents had already gone to sleep, and I saw my first boobs. <laughs> I that was like, probably such a magical day for you. That looks so different than the National Geographic boobs I've seen before. <laughs> but it looks so much clearer than Cheryl Teague's in a Sears catalog. Right. It was just, <laughs> I was giddy. I bet. <laughs> Which also, you've already sort of stated that you lied because you saw National Geographic titties first. Well, I don't know. Do those count? They're just in a magazine. It's not I mean, video. I was looking it was at those. It anthropological. And, yeah. Yeah. But these were like, oh, yeah. They they hired a cute blonde for this. Yeah. So anyway, once that happened, and then streaming came on, all rules were off. Oh yeah. And I know before Netflix separated into Netflix and then Netflix Kids, I still had adult children living at the home. Mm-hmm. So thank goodness. But I thought of parents with younger kids, like, oh geez, Netflix is like the Wild West, and you never know—it's a box of chocolates or a Pandora's box. Right. Or a box of bees. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get because they'll let the F-bomb slide and the mm-hmm. nudity and the Skinamax-style <laughs> sex scenes happen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but The Boys is just terrible <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. It's a great show. <laughs> you know, I watched some weird stuff on Netflix when I was younger. It was never like gross or bad or vulgar, but I remember I watched this Alice in Wonderland that was this like weird French version, <laughs> and it was like um, a lot of stop motion animation, and like all of the animals in it looked like they were taxidermied. It was creepy. I I kind of want to find it again. Okay. I think, I'll watch it with you. I think it was black and white. Yeah, I'll I'll have to look that up because it was it was a weird one, and it was super creepy, and it was like I I vividly remember it being very disturbing, but not in a like overt way just in a sort of uncanny valley way what's the one movie that's an animated show watership down with the <gasps> rabbits oh that scared me so much as a kid i don't i've never <gasps> seen it i don't ever want to see it and you that's saying something i actually think you need to see it 
First off, it's a good movie. It's well done. Back to Amazon Prime for just a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know that, you know, I recently bought a replacement comb because my old comb broke after five years. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I bought a replacement comb. After three weeks, the tines start breaking off. Dang it, it so Walgreens. Bad. So I'm on Amazon and I'm like, combs, sort by price. Mm -hmm. I will spend $1,000 on a comb if I need to. Come to find out I didn't need to. Yeah. But I just wanted to see a brand I recognized and could trust. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, an Ace comb was two ninety seven, And I was like, buy, no skip Prime Day. Send it to me now. I got it in 48 hours. Hot. And it's a comb that works. Mm -hmm. It's Amazon is just inundated now with off brands mm -hmm. to the point where, and I think most of them come from China, Mm -hmm. To the point where the names no longer make sense phonetically. Oh, yeah. It's like, one, two, three. Yeah. And it's like uh, Elon Musk's kid. This desk is from <laughs> Pahyphen from one, two, three. Well, yeah, what's Elon's kid's name? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I've only seen it and I don't know how to pronounce is it. Is it X? But it's like AE 13. It's something weird, man. And wow. I don't know how. It, it. You know what? I think it does have an X in it. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea how to pronounce it. Anyway, I just I knew at one point, but what I'm not happened look to those <laughs> brands that built America that we can trust and rely on? They're gone. Yeah. They, I mean, or you have to dig for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are all about price nowadays. They'll they'll sacrifice quality for price. I see that all the time in my day job because it's retail. Yeah. And people are so used to fast fashion that they see a garment that's priced at like fifty bucks, which I understand can be pricey for some people. Mm -hmm. I get it. But realistically, this is a garment that's going to last you at least 10 years, you right. know, through normal wear and tear, if not longer. Right. You know, so you're, you know, five, ten, fifteen dollar tee from I'm not going to say a name because I don't want people to be mad. Uh, but your fast fashion tee, which I've had plenty of, of course. Sure. But, you know, you're going to wash that about five, ten times. And all of a sudden it's going to be sheer. I've had that happen with several shirts where I would just wash them normally. And all of a sudden I'd put it on one day and I'd be like, oh. You can see my entire bra through this shirt that right. you couldn't before. I, I somehow, and I think it's because I spend a lot of time with your cat, Leo, uh -huh. the fuzzy, the living teddy bear we talked about last week mm -hmm. with the meow that hits third gear when he's mad <laughs> or just wants love or food. Yeah. But he'll he'll stick a claw. I'll wear a brand new shirt to your house and I'll be cradling him. I and know. Inevitably. Mm. These, these Teton tees uh, that I've purchased so far are really good. I've only had them for a month or two. Yeah. Which but is really nice. They seem to perform well. They're yeah. Well, and they look great, too. Yeah. I know you're not the hugest fan of this color, but I think it looks awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I put it on this color for funsies, and this yeah. it ended up being a little darker. I thought this would be a lighter beige. Oh, gotcha. More of a cream. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's nice to see the Amazon Delivery Center here in Idaho Falls. We're a real town. Mm -hmm. I'm a real boy. <laughs> Remember how excited we were when we got that first Walmart on 17th where the oh, Lowe's is now? Yeah, I do Holy remember that. It's just People were losing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and to be fair, it did also put a lot of places out of business, which is a bummer. It did. And will this, too, in a new and exciting way? I don't know. But like we discussed last week, I don't fear change. It's bring it on, baby. Mm-hmm. Here's another example. Well, and it's making room for more abundance. Exactly. You know, we were so worried when the downtown district started to close stores, but now look at the stores that have replaced them. Exactly. You know, they're That's so much nicer. They're analogy. so much more boutique-y. They're all local, which is really cool. Man, on- They make it fun yes. to walk from one store to the next. Yeah. Well, and on Friday or Saturday, I had like five or six different people who were just visiting town coming into the mall to shop, and I was like- 
Why are you shopping here? <laughs> Don't shop here. Go to the downtown district where everything's local and it's so nice. Well, your store is pretty cool, though. It's very fun. Um, oh, one more thing about Amazon real quick. I had to look it up. <clears throat> Just so you know, if you, too, are upset about the sriracha shortage, you can actually buy... The real sriracha, the cock sauce, the hui fung, hai fung. I don't know how you say it. Hai, cock sauce? Hui, yeah, the cock sauce. It's got the rooster on it. Yeah. And the, and the bottle's red, or, the, or the, the bottle's clear. The ingredients on the inside are red. And you know the green cap is for mm-hmm. is to denote purity? Oh, interesting. The guy that, so an immigrant came and did this and is a billionaire now. Immigrants get the job done. Yeah. Did you know- uh, To quote Hamilton. So in sriracha, you think of a red chili pepper- yeah. Nice ref, by the way. Thank you. You think mm-hmm. of a red chili pepper emoji? Yeah. You think that's what's in sriracha, right? Sure. Wrong. Thank it's jalapenos. Oh, yeah. I thought it was some special Asian fancy red pepper. Nope. Huh. I think the it's a pepper and it's red, but it's not what you think of when you think of red pepper. I think yeah. I don't I don't I always think of those tiny red peppers. Yeah, those little chili are, peppers. They give you an Asian stir fry dishes yeah. if you're feeling really adventurous. Uh-huh. But no, it's just good old America. I guess the original recipe back in his home country, Vietnam, right? I think so, yeah. Was, you know, these red peppers. But he came mm-hmm. to the United States, realized we didn't have any. And, you know, we've talked a lot Improvised. about the <laughs> obstacle is the way. Yeah. yeah. Instead of going, well, I guess I can't make my sauce, he went, I'll just do it with jalapenos. Yeah. Love Which, that. Okay. But you can buy 28 fluid ounces on Amazon for 24 bucks. <laughs> so it's a little more spendy than a condiment, but you could give it as a gift. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my boss at the radio station loves sriracha. Yeah. And I know that this shortage has hit him pretty hard. So, you know, I kept saying to myself, if I happen to come across a bottle of sriracha, I'm going to pick it up for him. Because, you know. I still have a half bottle in my fridge because yeah. I'm not a family of eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah. Um, but now so I'm before just the gonna, I'm going to have to hop on Amazon and buy him that because yeah. I think he'd really appreciate it. Are you talking about Don Jarrett from ninety six one and one hundred two one The Wolf? <laughs> I am. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's a fiend for that stuff. Oh yeah, he's a f- he just the guy is a machine. He's not Burt <laughs> Kreischer machine. Like I've never seen him perform with his shirt off, but he's just a machine. <laughs> he could, he could do it if he wanted. If you know the guy, although I'd be more impressed if he performed without his hat on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't ask him to do that. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. All right. Um, so, one thing I want to mention while we're still on shopping and stores, I saw this at Brolam's over the weekend. Check this out. It's a pineapple machine. And can I say, I was so disappointed when I didn't get to experience it in real time like you did. I took this video. Okay, first check this video out. It says it does it in 10 seconds. I think it's more like eight. Mm-hmm. Look at that. And before I could even turn the camera around to see what was going on in the inner workings, plop. Right. It was done. To be fair, I think that when they say 10 seconds, they, they're they including the time it takes for you to select the pineapple, yeah. put it in the machine, read the instructions, like... From the second the you whole th- decide, from the second you see it, it's like from the second you decide to interact <laughs> with this machine to the yeah. second you are done is about ten seconds long. It's the most amazing invention ever <laughs> invented, right? <laughs> Especially because it's such a pain in the butt to you know core a pineapple, oh, and yeah, you either but- have to take painstaking time cutting it in pieces and bits and stuff or you have to you know buy a special little gadget to do it. Now you don't the have to either, and the and the and the eye. Flipper router thing that you're supposed mm-hmm. to use diagonally. I've seen on yeah. the internet, but no, 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 no. This makes it boom. Less than ten seconds, you have fresh pineapple. But then we went back later that night to show Carly. It was gone. Yeah, it was like that one um, island that sometimes appears on Google Maps 
and sometimes doesn't. <laughs> it was scary. Well, and the cord was still there. So we knew we had the right spot. We even looked around the produce to see if they'd just moved it. We went to the, the butcher guy behind the counter. I'm like, hey, where's the pineapple machine? He's like, oh, sometimes we take it in the back to clean it. Mm-hmm. And he said we move it in between the stores too. So yeah. if you are at a Brolum's and it comes to a Brolum's near you, try it. Yeah. It's like four ninety nine, five twelve with tax. Totally worth it in my book. Right. To have these huge pineapple length core or uh, not cores, but sides of pineapple. Right. So you know, cool. It kind of reminds me of that factory twenty one thing. Do you remember talking about that with me? The like, um, I think it's by Parks and Rec or something. I think that's what you found. But it's this sort of industrial area where you can go and they have like industrial sewing machines and 3D printers and oh, stuff like that. that I you can vaguely use, remember that. Yeah, that you can use as a craft person that would yeah. be really expensive to buy as an individual, but make total sense if you as a community want to use it. Is that a thing that exists here in Idaho Falls? It or? is. And oh, you know okay. what? We'll have to talk about that next episode or something. Because yeah. it's a really cool concept. Or if you know more, leave a comment. We'd love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's something that I think needs love because I don't want to lose it. Yeah. You know? I think there are a few other businesses whose model is let's buy the big stuff up front so people can come in and use it mm-hmm. um, and not have to. Like, for example, possibly Picasso. That's oh, always I love a fun that time. Place. They take care of the paints. They have the uh, the ceramics there mm-hmm. that you can paint. They they glaze it and fire it for you. Right. I know there's a photography studio in town that has all the backdrops, all the lighting, even the camera that you can use. If I'm not mistaken, I think that one actually closed. Dang it! I know. Okay. We'd meant to go. It was the one over by Garfield, right? I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm pretty remember. sure that one did end up closing, which is a bummer because it was a great concept. Right. But realistically, people around here, I don't think are invested in that yet. I think that I think that they were before their time. Well, and we're talking about making this market more cosmopolitan and how we love to see new changes and stuff happen. But sometimes yeah. you're right. Yeah, Idaho Falls isn't ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. It simply can't support it yet. So, Brolums, because of your pineapple machine, you are actually IFAF this week. Yes. Way to go. <laughs> right. That's which is, so cool. Which is funny because I don't think you'd usually, you know, <laughs> you, you wouldn't usually think of pineapples for Idaho, but. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Back to people in town for just a second. Jimmy Kimmel was at the Paramount we saw. Wild. And we talked last week or the week before how the reason all these celebrity sightings are happening in Idaho Falls this summer is Jimmy Kimmel actually bought South Fork Lodge in Swan Valley. Is that right? Yes. Uh And all his celebrity buddies are checking it out. Yeah. He himself is checking it out. And I got to tell you, I I always liked Jimmy Kimmel more. Kimmel, like, made it interesting. He was snarky. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he said some political stuff that, again, I don't care about because I don't care about politics. Yeah. I just don't. I know you do. You know, that's the thing. I'm so exhausted by it, though. Right. It's you know, just, it's not where I want my I energy really, to go. I really just want to have a good time. I think like, we're all being conned by the two-party system anyway. I'm a bit nihilist that right? way. Right. Oh, oh, we so are. Yeah. Um, but like, I know everyone's politicizing the Barbie movie and stuff. And it's like, you know what? Right. No. How dare you? I just want to be here and have a good time and see all the cute pink stuff. Don't, don't take this from me. How dare you? After we did the, and and I don't like to see a lot of commentary on things I know I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. because I want to develop my own opinion. Right. But after talking about the Barbie movie, then I started to read some of the commentary and I'm like, you people making an issue out of this. It's right. a movie. Well, and honestly, <laughs> I feel like they really missed the point. It's popcorn. It's candy. Yeah. That's what Barbie is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do think that it definitely has some worthwhile, deeper 
uh, parts of it too. But realistically, if you're getting offended by that, like you're taking it way too seriously, man. Right. Uh, speaking of getting offended, Glenn Beck was in town. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. He's on, and I and I honestly don't know which news talk station he's on. It's either KID or 107.9. That sounds right. But uh, he's a great speaker. Mm-hmm. He's a great storyteller. Dude, when I was a kid, everyone worshipped Glenn Beck. Uh, my own, my <laughs> only opinion on him is he says, uh, way too much. Oh, I hadn't noticed. He, like, way too much. He struggles to get the point out. Mm. And that wouldn't be a bit. Obviously, I struggled to get. We our last podcast had so many us. Oh, I was so off. I was pod. cringing. Yeah. When we well, you had just been to the dentist, and there, yeah, mm-hmm. there were a few other, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but Glenn Beck was in town, and I guess it wasn't. It could. It wasn't a full house at the Colonial. It could have been, and I kind of wanted to go because it was a fundraiser for um, a sheriff's department. And I don't know oh, how yeah. it's happened in my life, but I'm. I'm friends with a ton of cops. And a <laughs> Which ton is of so sheriffs. funny because you're such a rap scallion. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have a rap sheet. <laughs> you don't. Okay. Except for it, that one time you walked on the falls. Except for that one time. <laughs> say what you want to say about Glenn Beck, but I just love a good speaker. You do. I love Ben Shapiro the same way, and I know you just cringed, the uh, same way I love Trevor Noah. I just don't think he's that good of a speaker. He's, an, think... he's an amazing speaker. I mean, he really does know how to engage his audience, for sure. I completely agree with that. And that's all I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, okay, for example, mm-hmm. here's how much I don't care about politics. You're a little left. I'm a little right. Mm-hmm. I think we both make fun of the extreme. Oh, of course. And the extremists. Yeah. That's how they get views. You know, speaking of Ben Shapiro. Right. You know, and, and back to Beck for a minute, Glenn Beck had the golden opportunity to receive Rush Limbaugh's crown when he, when Rush died and the power vacuum was created, mm-hmm. Glenn Beck had his chance, and Ben Shapiro went right and stepped right in. You know, though, okay, that's one thing I'll say about Ben Shapiro. He's really good at making his arguments sound a lot stronger than they actually are. <laughs> like, realistically, if you actually dissect them, I think they're... All of the ones that I've looked at have been relatively weak points, and there's never been one that I found particularly convincing. However, the way that he chooses to present them is incredibly strong. Right. So you're totally right there. And that's what I mean. Yeah. And and just to illustrate the example a little further, even though I think we've beaten this dead horse, Yeah. I care so much about speakers and so little about politics that I'm bipartisan on, like, for example... George W., I'm sorry, but if you can't get fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, right? Right. And God bless him. He went through, he he guided this country through the worst tragedy we've ever seen, mm-hmm. but he was not articulate. No. Obama, on the other hand, was like butter. I could listen to him for days. He had a great voice, too. Biden? Not no, so much. He's... I uh, Oh, Mitch McConnell? The dude that stroked out in front of a microphone this past week and this looks like a horrible. turtle. He looks like he looks like Dana Carvey in Master of Disguise as the turtle. <laughs> Hilarious reference. I love that we watched that recently. But it was so scary. His face just went blank. And I felt yeah. so bad for him. Yeah. But look, man, you know, when my son got into the Marines, humble brag, he's now a major. I know. Nine years into his career. Proud. It's Major Chase Nelson. Holy cow, dude. Your son is a really impressive person, and his wife is so <laughs> cool, too. Yeah. Like, honestly, I just want to be like them when I grow up. <laughs> Which, 
But they're such a power couple. They're oh, so they freaking cool. And their their kids are he, just the cutest. I love them so much. He graduated. They are the yeah. twins. Yeah. He graduated with distinction from King's College. It's in London or Cambridge or something somewhere across the <laughs> pond. When he first got into the Marines, he uh, you know called me, <laughs> which I was flattered. Like pretty sure I'm not going to be able to answer any questions or give any relevant relevant <laughs> advice. Right. So both my uh, bio dad and my stepdad were either civilians working for the military or in the military. Yeah. And it sort of skipped a generation. <laughs> yeah, you're a creative type. With Mikey. <laughs> and I, you know, like, I was so disciplined as a kid. I thought, nothing is going to make me treat my children this way. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't. Yeah. In retrospect, I was more of like the fun dad. Yeah. Or whatever. But isn't it funny how kids will go to great lengths to reject their parents' values and substitute their own? Right. All he wanted from the age of 12 on was to be an army man and a marine, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And brandish that sword and the few, the proud, the chosen. Anyway, he called me and said, hey, dad, I didn't quite understand this, but apparently the Marines is a people business. And, And I just thought politics are a people business. They are. In order to communicate with people, you have to talk good. And if you can't talk good, to me, you're not filling your minimum requirement mm-hmm. for that office. Right. So that th- there, there's my opinion on politicians. If you can speak good, you know, John Stewart, Jordan Peterson, Bill Maher, Glenn Beck, mm-hmm. they're all, I think, in the um, top echelon of great speakers. And I'm sorry I missed that. Yeah, I get that. Um Really quick, can I tell you a little dark piece of humor that's sort of going around on the internet? I love it. Okay, so after Let Mitch McConnell it. had his stroke, mm-hmm. uh, people apparently started Or whatever happened. Him, as far as I know, it was a stroke. Yeah, it could be it. I mean, we don't know. We're not violating HIPAA here. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we're it not sure gonna, looked like it. Yeah, we're not going to go, you know, search through his uh, files. He was talking, making a point, and then just stopped. Right. For minutes, and they had to literally escort him off the stage. Wild, too. That's probably kind of a, like, I don't know how aware you are in a situation like that, but at least afterward, looking back on it, that's probably a really terrifying moment. Sure. Now, that being said. Have you ever <laughs> seen the newscaster who started speaking gibberish during her, she was live. They, oh. They threw it to her. She I was live I... on the scene. She looked like and sounded like uh-huh. Steve Car- Carell. In Bruce Almighty, yes, when he's you know, and yeah. my tiny little nipples went to France, yeah, or whatever. Uh huh. But she, I guess, was having a medical emergency. She was stroking out somehow. But you realize something like is she on drugs? Oh no, she was having a. So of right. course, I felt like a jerk afterwards. Of course, for laughing at it. Now that being said, that's it. There are definitely people out there who I know know it was a medical emergency, and they're still calling him Glitch McConnell now. Glitch McConnell. <laughs> no, that's fair. And well, and realistically, that is a super funny nickname. <laughs> yeah. Like if we can separate it from the humanity of it all yeah. and like empathy and stuff. Hilarious. Like, great wordplay. A plus. Yeah. <laughs> you know? In school, that would not be cool. That would be bullying. Yeah. But this man has decided to hold a public office, and he's obviously too old to do it. Biden too. Right. Um, well, and it's so crazy that in so many corporate jobs, there's like a mandatory retirement age, but not for the most important office in the country. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Supreme Court the same way, right? Yes. I mean, I'm just... I mean, at the very least, they should have competent, uh, competent, 
competency tests. Wow, am I having a stroke? (laughs) (laughs) Are you? Yeah, uh, competency (laughs) tests or something so that you can make sure that they're like all there and it should be done by a neutral third party or at least like a, a board of some like a driver's license test yeah. every few years let's just make sure you're still good to you know yeah pilot a vehicle at 80 miles an hour down i-15 right right anyway that's for, about as political for as the I health think we and wealth get. yeah that's as that's we went too far yeah <laughs> and i don't care yeah Let's get back. One more one more thing when talking about the net effect for Idaho Falls getting cooler. Uh-huh. There's that Brazilian restaurant near the corner of it's across the street from Lookout Credit Union. Mm-hmm. T C H E with a carrot over the E, which I believe is a reference to the Portuguese Che. Uh uh-huh. I'm gonna step out on a limb and we're gonna pronounce it Che. Yeah. Or Che even. The little hat. Yeah, little, the little hat, yeah. little carrot of the E. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess it is owned by the Brazilian grill that I'm most familiar with, because I lived in Salt Lake for seven years, Rodizio Grill. Oh, okay. So the Brazilian uh, grill that I know is Tucano's in Boise, and that okay. place rocked. They had these chicken hearts, have, I guess, I, I assume they still do. When I went, they had these chicken hearts that were so freaking savory and yeah. good. I, like... You know I like weird food. Mm-hmm. I like I yeah, like squid. Yeah, you'll try oh. squid and mm-hmm. cricket tacos. I will not try. I literally have said I will not try cricket tacos. Yeah, I draw the line at insects, <laughs> but also yeah. I'm not. I do. I love Anthony Bourdain, and I don't want to be him. No. And I don't feel like less of a man if I don't want to try squid ramen in mm-hmm. its own ink or whatever the. Oh, you like it was it was squid in its own with quail name. eggs and I had it on my honeymoon and got violently ill after <laughs> afterward. And you know what? I would absolutely Wait, do it again. Is it that story? <laughs> it's that story. We'll tell it someday. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll save it for when people <laughs> oh, are more invested. Yeah. Oh, that was just a miserable day. Let's bookmark but Squid in its own ink story <laughs> on your honeymoon. Right. I meeting love it. your parents in law for the first time. Oh no. I had met them one time before. Oh. But we were vacationing with them as part of our honeymoon and it was oh, <laughs> it was a here's the thing. It's the a great meal, story. The meal was amazing. The day after was miserable. <laughs> yeah. I lost some like, weight, though, which is nice. <laughs> like when I you looked put scrawny afterward. <laughs> like, I was completely, like, I, I was I was scrawny AF sort of, after. Sort of how I felt coming back from Disneyland and Universal yeah. and the beach walking yeah, after, around for- after all the walking you did? Seven days. Yeah. Yeah, I was down <laughs> 10 pounds. Yeah. So anyway, we're so excited for Che. I don't know when it's going to open, but I imagine it's a one person pays uh, one price. Mm-hmm. You walk in, you've got your salad bar- and then you have a meat buffet. I'm so And I don't know excited. if it's going to be people you can go to immediately and get that meat. I want the meat. I want the meat. <laughs> you know. New button I discovered. Yeah, I was I was seeing that you were uh, actually playing with your soundboard. That's wait, fun. Wait till you hear that. <laughs> I can't wait. And also, um, can I just say, I really hope that we have a ribbon, uh, ribbon shop house experience again, mm-hmm. somehow. Like, I hope that they hear this and they hear how excited we are and how ready we are to hype them up, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah and they're we like, did, hi, guys. If we you want to just come, like, you know. Find ourselves at a special exclusive thing that we just happen to walk into. Dude, we, and we always do. Which, which happens to us a lot. I yeah. think we're just in the right place <laughs> at the right time. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> So excited for this Brazilian steakhouse. Now, Rodizio and Salt Lake, they roam around with the meat. Right, which is exactly what Tucano's does, too. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so just the unlimited meat part is really exciting right, to me. Right. It's a vegan's worst nightmare, but, yeah. you know, for the rest of us. <laughs> oh, man. I cannot wait. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Especially because you know how much I love food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are a foodie. I think so. I imagine if this channel takes off, we'll do like a side channel Ooh, with just food. I would love that. And Idaho Falls, Idaho and surrounding areas is the best place to have something like that because mm-hmm. we have restaurants. Yeah, we we have some love great it. ones that are coming in too. Yeah. Like just some of the newer things that have opened up. Like I'm sad that Happy's Yeah, closed. we didn't have Thai restaurants here 20 years ago. Right. I'm sad that Happy's closed, but I wonder if that will create you know, an opportunity for abundance for yeah. a different... What cool new Chinese... Yeah. And I I know I already said Chinese Garden is my favorite. I want to explain why. Do you know how when we talk about a new restaurant, if it's a Mexican restaurant, I always have to get the steak fajitas. Mm-hmm. Um, I always get the same thing that I can compare with other restaurants. The Italian, mm-hmm. if it's at a sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. And Capriati's, you're moving up my list. Ooh. I we mean, there's still Gandolfo's night. in here, but whoa. Well, and also... They're I'm- Wagyu... <laughs> Philly cheesesteak thing is uh-huh. amazing. Oh, it's so good. Um, and I'm a bit of a tomato soup connoisseur. Yes, yes, you are. I love, I think tomato You're, soup might be my favorite food. And you like the Capriati's. I love the Capriati's It's got the one. little chunks in it, like a bisque. Yes, or, yeah, yeah it's, it's creamier, it's more bisque. Um, but the, the tomato flavor packs a punch without tasting like marinara, which is what, that's a line that I feel like a lot of um, tomato soup places have a hard time straddling. Yeah. You know, a lot of them, it's like you're eating a bowl of pasta sauce and it's like, ew. Yeah. You know? So at so I've tried um, pork chow mein from every single Chinese restaurant in town. Uh-huh. And I believe Chinese gardens to be the best. It's really good. It's sort of a salty, but mm-hmm. kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Just fantastic. Well, and the viscosity of the broth on it. Oh, yes. It's just the brothscosity. <laughs> the brothscosity, yes. <laughs> you know, like it's not too soupy, but it's not too gelatinous either. <laughs> Let's get to the meat. Yeah. The meat. <laughs> oh, is it the demon voice? It's a little lower. Yes, it's it's yeah. harmonization <laughs> down five. I love it. Just, <laughs> so I, I do. I sound like, I don't know, El Diablo. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, don't buy. A uh, big one burrito and a medium diet coke from Taco Time. If you don't want your bill to be six six six, I did that this week. <laughs> yeah, what well, I bought something. <laughs> I bought something from Arby's that ended up being six six six. I think it was like oh. curly fries and a milkshake or something. They've got and the I was meats. Like, Hell yeah! <laughs> but not like Che that's coming. Oh well, wait. Can you hit the button? Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know why it did that, but... What did okay, it do? nothing. I'll find out You'll later. You'll find out. <laughs> so. That's what I get for protecting my hair. I'm in my place. I'm in my home. I'm on the ground floor. And I saw the very first hobo of the season. Oh. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's hobo season. Oh, I hate it. And we know this every August, but it still surprised me. surprises me. Right. And I need to take either a can of Raid and do every single windowsill and porch <gasps> patio entryway or have it professionally sprayed. Mm-hmm. I know there's people that will do that. Um, but yeah, here come the hobos. And so I guess I might have this wrong, so fact check me. Mm-hmm. Little teeny teeny baby hobos are no big deal. Adult, hob- adult hobos, although they're the right size to be scary, are also not a big deal. But it's the teenagers yeah, that are the big deal. Yeah, because they're 
bastards. It's like the My Chemical Romance song. <laughs> Teenager hobos scare the shit out of me. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> no, you're right, though. And it was just moving fast. <gasps> All the things you hate about spiders. I hate them. But it did stand Except, still. You know what? I do like the little jumping spiders on TikTok. They're pretty cute. Yeah. I know. I know. I didn't think I'd I... say it ever myself, but. Spiders just aren't cute. cute. Camel spiders, especially not. <laughs> Hunt, Although they're that. harmless. Huntsman spiders from Australia, not. No. They're harmless, but no. they would scare the living daylights. But <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, this hobo was nice enough to pause for a second while I got a paper towel, folded it in half, set it on top, and then stepped on it. Which is exactly the way to do it, too, because I don't like having the guts on my shoes either. Right. You know? Yeah, no. Ugh. Yeah, no. And then, you know, I Clorox wiped the floor where it died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're very civilized. <laughs> Had a little funeral for it as I took it to the toilet. And, yeah. Yeah. Bye, bitch. <laughs> right. You know? Oh, my gosh. So I hate spiders. Clearly. I think like, th- I hate how they move. Spiders, it bothers me so much. They're in the category of terminate with extreme prejudice. Yes. I will never lovingly put a spider in a tissue and escort it outside. Which I get is they horrible. They will die. Well, yes. And that and that being said, they, they do provide a very essential resource to the ecosystem. I get it. Okay? I can't do it, though. <laughs> I can't. I don't like how they move. It makes me so uncomfortable. Kill them all. Set right. them on fire. Let God sort them out. Right. Now, that being said, I have a cousin who hates spiders even more than I do. Yeah. And when we were kids, uh, we, like, you know, the house I grew up in, the house she grew up in, just had hobos, because we're in Idaho, and that just happens, right? But I remember there was this one time we were in her playroom, playing with our Barbies on the floor, and all of a sudden, there was one in the room uh, in the corner, and it started crawling toward us, and she screamed bloody murder. <laughs> she was out of there. Actually, no, she froze, but screamed bloody murder. I saw it, and even though I was terrified, I knew she wasn't going to do anything, so I knew it fell on me. <laughs> what are the four and- <laughs> The four trauma responses are fight, mm-hmm. flight, which is what your cousin did. <laughs> oh, no, she froze. She froze uh-huh. first, Yeah, but then she fled? No, no, she, she, she oh, actually okay. didn't. No, she For some just... reason, I pictured her noping out of there. Right, Okay, right. so she, she froze. She skittered over to the other side of the room, which it's like, dude, if you're going to go over there, just leave. <laughs> and then there's fight, and then there's fawn. Yes. Where you, like, I don't know, Stockholm Syndrome befriend your enemy. Yeah. And sort of, hey, buddy, I see you're attacking me. Uh, yeah, which I will say tends to be my response, and huh. I've heard that... I'll have to look up the exact statistic, but in general, women tend to do that. Um, so interesting. Would it be a funny pun if I said, I don't give any one of those Fs? Ha. Huh. Ha. Huh. It's not true. Of course. I. What's mine? Um, I think fight. Yeah. I think I'd I, say so. I, I'm never looking for a fight, but if I'm like, But okay, if you're presented with one. We're doing this now. Fine. But yeah. But in that moment, <laughs> when she froze and screamed bloody murder- and I knew she couldn't do anything. I kept the coolest head. I couldn't believe it. You know, it was like I suddenly became a secret operative or something like that. Like my, um, you know, like I heard my my trigger word and all of a sudden I was like <laughs> You were activated, activated yeah. as an agent of <laughs> yeah. spider death and destruction. Right. And I don't think either of us were wearing shoes either because that was how we were raised was not to wear shoes in the house. Well, you bring up a good point. <laughs> I think in a good partnership, mm-hmm. when you're a couple with somebody, even if it's just a friend, right. when you see that um, they have a weakness, mm-hmm. you 
can suddenly develop a strength. Yeah. To help them. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and I think we definitely have that dynamic. For sure. You know? There are some areas in which I'm weak, but you're just on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And yeah. But anyway, she froze. <laughs> I knew I had to do something. And I remember just being like, hey, I've got this. You know, and I was maybe like 10 at the time, but I just like, I don't even remember how I killed it, but I did. And it was awful. And as soon as I did, I, I went like, <laughs> right, you know, but I got yeah. it done. And that was the important part. And then I think I even like scanned the room and like moved some stuff to make sure there were no others. Yeah. You know? Oh, right. Yeah. It's, well, it's like cockroach theory. You yeah. know, you see one, how, the first thing I think is how many more are there? Right. And that's right. a scary thought. Now, have you ever taken a spider like in a tissue and crunched it right in between your two fingers? Oh. Not out of say, uh, not wanting to, but it it just sort of happens that way. Yes, not I out have. of sadistic tendencies, yeah. but out of necessity. Yes, that's the worst. Oh, I hate you that. You feel it pop. Oh, I hate the crunch. I that's hate why. It. That's why I like the lachancla. Yeah, that's why I like <laughs> yeah. the sandal on the floor is because it makes a nice snap too. Right. Yeah, it sort of mitigates the feeling of the pop. My chancla because it game just feels like a slap instead. Isn't as strong as a Mexican mommy's, <laughs> but you know I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm yeah. proud of my chancla game. Yeah. But I will say I am so terrified of putting on shoes sometimes because I'm yes. I'm scared that there's going to be a spider yeah. in them. Yeah. Yeah. And then I forget by next August. Oh. But yeah, whether it's spraying outside or glue traps, mm-hmm. you can get those glue traps. Oh, those are inhumane. Who cares? They're hobo spiders. Right, right. And if you're wondering what is a hobo spider, you got a lot of homework to do. Just, yeah. just Wikipedia that. I mean, if you live in Idaho Falls and you don't know... You must be new. <laughs> You're right. Uh, I guess they came on a train to our territory, to the great Pacific Northwest. Oh, I hate it. And um, that's why they're called hobos. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I suppose your other option could be fawn, but I don't think a spider really, really appreciate that. I don't think so. Hey, buddy, you want to be friends? Especially yeah. not a teenage hobo. Yeah. Well, and this one must have been a, te- a teenager because it charged us. Yes. Yeah. That's, they say the aggressive ones are the adolescents. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know what their lifespan kind of is. Yeah, well. Because it's like, you know. You, you were... know what and find out, hobo yeah. teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Come at me, brobo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, probably a good thing because it probably hadn't had a chance to reproduce yet. So at least we didn't orphan any baby spiders. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless it was like a teen parent. I hope it was. I hope it was a teenage pregnancy <laughs> hobo spider. And I hope I killed uh, a thousand you, of its children have too. Have you seen that one video though where they go to like smack a spider and then all of babies oh, scatter? Yeah. Or like <gasps> or like they poke a corner of uh, like in the ceiling of what looks like dust. Yeah. And it's just a ton of babies that scatter. Oh. That is my worst nightmare. Yeah. I remember Okay, here's something funny. I remember once uh, in my last apartment, I thought that I saw an egg, like a, an egg mm-hmm. patch. Mm-hmm. Egg, yeah, eggy thing. Yeah. Uh, in my windowsill once. And it was in the metal track. So I couldn't really get to it. And I was really terrified of popping it and babies crawling out. So I was like, I have to light this on fire. So I had just yeah. watched um, Our Flag Means Death. Oh. And there was that one episode where. Another great show. Such a great show. Taika Wakiki? Taika Watiti. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, there's that one episode where he's blowing alcohol out of his mouth and lighting it on fire. Oh, no, you didn't. And I was like, I've got vodka. I can make this work. So I did try. It did not work. Mm -hmm. I ended up just spitting a lot of vodka on this (laughs) this spider egg sack to no avail. And then I did try to... Now you've got a bunch of drunk, teenage pregnancy (laughs) spider babies. Yes. 
That's okay, because th- then I take it you use that Bic lighter that Snoop Dogg and uh, Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart promote with a slightly longer reach for candles and other things. <laughs> right. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah, I did end up lighting it aflame. I don't know if it was actually a spider egg sack or not. Right. But, um, it, but whatever it is, it is now dust. <laughs> I'm glad to hear. Which I was relieved about. Yeah. But yes. eventually there was some remnants that I did have to clean up with a paper towel. And it was fine. But also, kids, don't try to spit fire vodka on things. It doesn't work. And it's honestly just a good way to mess up your house and yourself. And you, yeah. <laughs> you may not know this about me, Carly, but I am a bit, a little bit, a little biddle. Mm-hmm. of a spittle expert when it comes to <laughs> spitting fire. Oh, really? Your problem is you just used vodka, which is about 80 proof. Uh-huh. What you wanted uh-huh. was Everclear, which is 100 proof. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you use that, swish it around in your mouth or don't, spit it out and hold a lighter up to your mouth, mm-hmm. you're going to get some fireballs. I mean, it's certainly going to burn something. <laughs> you're going to burn your house down if you do it inside. <laughs> So don't do it. Yeah. (laughs) But if you do, do it outside. Right. And see, I was just so terrified that it was a baby spider egg sack that I acted a fool. So in the future, I will be much smarter. (laughs) And I'll just, you know, use some hairspray or something. Perfect. Yes. Hairspray (laughs) also works. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what's the saying like, hey, kids, don't try this at home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do not try this at home. <laughs> yeah. We can't be held liable for your stupidity or actions based on our, like, based on our clearly not informational <laughs> podcast. This is, that's why we call this infotainment. Yes. Accuracy to be determined <laughs> by you in your yes. life. Yeah. <laughs> Another weird thing that happened in our area last week, they discovered a human jawbone. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Bear Lake, on the Idaho side. So Bear Lake spans both Idaho mm-hmm. and Utah. That's our little summer destination resort around here. Yeah. You go to Lava Hot Springs, you go to Bear Lake, rent some jet skis, get some Huckleberry shakes going on. Ooh, that sounds really fun. We should do that sometime. But this isn't the first, so... Well, and I just had a friend come back from there like a week or two before this was discovered, I'm too. glad she came back. Yeah. <laughs> after Aww. this finding. Yeah. Well, but this is happening all over the place as our water levels have sunken a little bit. I've heard about this happening, especially around Vegas. Oh, I bet. Lake Mead, Lake Powell. You know, there's a line, I don't know if it's casino or Goodfellas or what, where somebody says, ominously, there's a lot of holes in that desert. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if that's true or if it's Hollywood, but I imagine some people who... Mm -hmm. Gambled addictively and couldn't pay their debts, probably did wind out, wind up in the desert or out in Lake Mead or Lake Powell. Mm-hmm. And they're finding those now. Yeah. They're finding human bodies in these lakes as the water line recedes. Mm-hmm. They even found a guy in a 50 gallon drum. Wild. Pretty sure they found a skeleton wearing concrete sneakers. Oof. So, you know, this isn't, we're not making this stuff up. Yeah. But man, I hope they. I'm sure they're already running DNA tests on this and can mm-hmm. connect it to a missing person and give that family closure. Yeah. Which, thank goodness for the technology we have nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think? We talked about uh, the whole Angie Dodge, Christopher Tapp, mm-hmm. and uh, Jolene Thomas's involvement in it. Yeah. Plug for her again. She's on Afternoons on KID mm-hmm. Radio. And, um, Which she's completely redone that studio and it looks really good. Has she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They just put up this really cool KID sign that looks like kind of distressed and like vintage it's really rad i i should take a picture for you and did she she you said she did get rid of the trump cutout she did which that, 
was it, such a relief for me, only because it looked like a guy staring at me. Right. If you didn't. You didn't hate it because it was Trump. You yeah. hated it because as you were doing your show, it felt like some guy was creeping on you. Yes. And let me just say, every body of water that you are swimming in, that it's a natural body of water of some sort, has at least some decomposing body in it. Maybe not necessarily human, you know, but at least a fish oh, yeah. or an elk oh, yeah. or a bear or you know, like. Some random guy. Death is a fact of life. Yeah. I wish it weren't that way. I think of those people who are constantly putting on hand sanitizer and wiping their hands and using the uh, antiseptic wipes and then go jump in Rigby Lake. Right. Okay. You know, though, that uh, <laughs> you can't sanitize your lips, your your stomach. Yeah. If you swallow a little bit of that. Yeah. Anyway. It, it's about it's about Rigby mitigating. Lake is a fine place. Blackfoot. Yeah. Lake is a fine place. Definitely no bodies in it. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, they empty that every winter. Oh, that's true, yeah. And so we, you know, we can kind of take a look. Yeah. But oh my goodness, what a what a scary thing for the people who discovered it too. Right. Like is that a oh that is. Oh, we need to call somebody. Yeah. Or yeah. should I touch it? Oh. You dare me to touch? Will you give me $5 to touch this? I don't think it was a stand by me scenario. <laughs> yeah. I hey, guys, you want to go see a dead body? Yeah. Well, and realistically, I feel like people nowadays are so much savvier about that. And also with how forensics has um, developed, I think people are terrified of accidentally yeah. framing themselves for murder. You well, know? Well, and we and, and that's the thing is it might not be you who frames yourself for murder. It might be a relative of yours. Back to the um, Angie Dodge Christopher Tapp thing. Uh-huh. The way they found the real killer was... One of his family members had uploaded their DNA to Ancestry.com, mm-hmm. I believe it was, or there's 23andMe and a few others. <clears throat> but when they got that data from Ancestry.com, mm-hmm. they went, hey, this is like a 99% match. Right. Who else is in this person's bloodline? Mm-hmm. That's how they found the real killer. Now, is that ethical or not? I don't know. But man, that's going to happen a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, think. I will say... I love it for the drama. That's why when I did the 23andMe, I made sure that you could like, that I could find relatives and stuff like that. Because, yeah, I absolutely want to be the linchpin in like, you know, <laughs> yeah. discovery. In, an unsolved, yeah. in, a, in yeah. a cold case. Ooh, or like infidelity or something like that. Your favorite thing I to ever happen in this world would be to f- be featured on the Morbid podcast. Oh, yeah. Because one of your second cousins <laughs> twice removed killed a dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I wouldn't. It wouldn't be my favorite thing because that would mean that someone died, but... <laughs> well, right, but... but realistically... Also, someone found yeah. justice. Yes. You right? know what? Exactly. And, and that's, that's what a great I hope way to frame here. it. Yeah, that's what I hope is here is yeah. if it were foul... If it was foul play, mm-hmm. I hope they get that figured out. I bet they will. Yeah. I bet we'll be hearing more about that Yeah. in weeks and months, maybe even years to come. Mm-hmm. Well, and realistically, I just think in general, the truth is always better out than in. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> like Shrek when he burps. <laughs> um, with some very few exceptions, you know? So, yeah, I guess I, I would like to think that if there is some way I can contribute to that. Sure. Whether it's, you know, solving a murder or, you know, discovering that your mom isn't actually your mom or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You know, there are probably people out there who maybe have more kids than they assume that they do. Right. You know? Or didn't I hear, and maybe I'm making this up, but... Somebody found out that their father was living a double life and had a whole other set of kids. And oh, wild. I figure it's all going to come out anyway. 
I really right? do. Can you imagine the poor like widow that you know goes to goes to her husband's funeral only uh-huh. for his other widow to show up? Yeah. You know, or like he writes it into the will and he's like, "Hey, by the way." wife one i actually like this other wife better so they're getting all of my stuff bye unbelievable that <laughs> even would though be... wife one is the one who covered all the funeral expenses or something right. <laughs> yeah i mean honestly yeah let's plug this into an ai and get a script yeah that's honestly. a good story it, it is yeah speaking of stories our final thing on the list today is teenage summer mischief movies Ooh, which you know what we could totally take that story and frame it in a teenage summer mischief movie. Teenage summer mischief <laughs> movies. Teenage summer mischief movies. I just, I love them. They're fun. And I haven't seen any out this year, which is, we've seen I blockbusters mean, like Barbie. I think Barbie could fall into that category. Maybe. You know, I mean, there is a teenager in it. It's a, it's a movie about self-discovery. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What was your, fa- okay, so the one I wanted to see, the one that first made me aware of movies that your parents don't want you to watch, and I bookmark even bookmarked even as a kid. Uh-huh. I'm seeing that. Right. And so when I when I turned 18, boom, I watched everything. Oh, of course. Except, and I guess this is the one that got away. Porkies. I've never oh. seen Porkies. Do you I, even know what that is? I don't think I do actually. Okay. Yeah, it's like I don't know if it's it, but it's basically a summer camp mm-hmm. um, that doesn't end like uh, Friday the Thirteenth. There's Wait, there's no it, Jason coming out of a lake. It's not the Fat Camp one, right? I don't I don't know what the Fat Camp one is. I know that hmm, there's one with Ben Stiller where he's like a crazy camp counselor. So this was way before Ben okay, Stiller. Okay. This was like in the seventies. Oh right. 80s. Okay. Cool. And and I was like, Dad, what's Porky's? Can we go see that? And he's like, No, son. <laughs> but I guess like uh, it's. See, and my parents would have been like, I don't care. Do what you want. It's a teenage <laughs> summer mischief movie. I mean, I guess it was American Pie before American Pie. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if I had to pick one, that would be my favorite. I could see that. It's so just immature and dumb. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of self-exploration or self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, everybody grows a little bit. Although not necessarily in the way they wanted to. Right. 16 Candles is another example. Or perhaps is. a more innocent one. Yeah. Pretty in pink, right? Mm-hmm. I'd say so. Um, but yeah, okay. I saw American Graffiti. That was a big one because, of course, Harrison Ford, directed by George Lucas before Star Wars. Right. I saw... Um, I never saw Animal House or Porky's. Those are the two that I yeah, missed. Yeah, I haven't seen Animal House either. We should watch that. You know John what? Belushi. I mean, it's a classic, yeah. I hear. Yeah, we've had a couple of days when we've been like, oh, what do we watch? And you know what? It's summer, and we're mischievous. We should watch some Teenage Summer Mischief movies. Absolutely. I love it. All those movies that your parents wouldn't want you to watch during (laughs) your impressionable years, but now that you're an adult... Yeah, you can do as you please. You can totally handle it. Yeah. It's America. Those are the (laughs) movies I want to see. Yeah. I think my favorite, as a true child of the 90s, has to be Mean Girls, Obviously. Oh, yeah. Great example. But some other notable ones that I love. Clueless, of course. Yes. And 10 Things I Hate About You. And we all know Paul. Do we remember Paul Rudd's in Clueless? Yes. He's the older brother. Yeah. Or stepbrother. Stepbrother. Yeah. Yeah, It's a stepbrother situation because otherwise that'd be weird. Do they hook up? They get together in the end. Alicia Silverstone and Paul Rudd get together at the end? Yeah. She realizes that she's not annoyed by him. She's like into him. Oh, I blocked that part out for some reason. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's... it's Kind of weird if you think about it, but it's, also I know that the parents got married later in life, so it's not like she grew up with him, right? Which I think helps. Yeah, I and think I actually think that 
they were divorced at the time too. Like the dad and his mom were divorced, but he still yeah. hung out with his stepson for some reason. So the house know. was empty and the two stepkids are in the house. That's a bad <laughs> oh, recipe. Oh no, stepbrother, I'm stuck in the dryer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't go there, but since one of us did, I'm glad it was you. Yeah, that's fair. I think, oh, and, and, and I can't, Talk, we can't talk about teenage summer mischief movies without talking about one of my favorite episodes of television, Always Sunny, of course, uh-huh. with uh, Danny DeVito, and uh, I can name them all if you want me to. <laughs> Danny um, DeVito's fine. <laughs> but um, him and Charlie, Charlie Day, uh-huh. in real life, Charlie Kelly in the show, they, uh, or wait, was it Mac? I think it's Char- It's Mac and Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. They go out on a raft, and Mac's like, well, did you bring the alcohol? And Danny DeVito said, I did better than that. I brought a rum ham. (laughs) So he, you know, popped a bottle of rum in his ham overnight. It soaked it all up, and they're just eating rum ham on this raft. Well, of course, they they pass out. Okay, that actually sounds delicious. They drift too far away from shore. Yeah, maybe at Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, make family a little tolerable with a nice rum ham. (laughs) I told you my aunt used to make um, rum drops, rum cookies uh for Christmas. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just, I love the, (laughs) I love watching and participating vicariously now, of course, through just dumb asses doing (laughs) dumb stuff and kind of nodding and going, yeah. Yeah. I either did or did not do that. Mm-hmm. Well, and 90, Know somebody who did. And 90% of the time, it makes you feel a little superior, which is nice. I suppose so. The point I want to make, I think, about these movies is some of them just have the most unexpected, heartfelt messages at the end. Yeah. You know, super bad is, right. a, is another example. Yeah. You got to have a heart at the end, a moral to the story. And sometimes the moral is more powerful since you've already been through the raucous stuff. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I just I want to, in a way, defend the Teenage Summer Mischief movie. Yeah, which I think is very <laughs> fair and valid, honestly. Well, that's that. Let's end the show with, we have to use this. I didn't know where in the show we would use it, mm-hmm. but we really, really, really want you to see this little piece of eye candy that a friend with a drone helped us shoot. Yes. Just look at this. This was only in the last few days we shot this. Uh-huh. It's a you can see the whole city. You can see my house from there. <laughs> the Budweiser plant, you know, the Pancarry Bridge, the Broadway Bridge. The water tower. The water tower, which will sadly go away. I know. I'm really not looking forward to that. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Thanks for listening. That does it for us. Well, I'm Carly Morgan, and make sure you always have a little heart at the end of your mischief. Oh, I love it. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'm Mike Nelson. Remember, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Also, uh, light spider eggs on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Kill them all. Kill them all. Although, don't. I feel terrible saying that. They're an essential part of the ecosystem. But also, they're gross. I'm pretty sure we can punch up to spiders. Yeah. Yeah. They have things we don't have, like fangs and venom. Yes. Good point. Like a brown recluse? Ah. That'll wreck... Use. <laughs> <laughs> You're my since, favorite. Since we were already in Philadelphia talking about <laughs> rum ham. <laughs>